guys. Welcome to The Mom Voice. This is Lauren and Sarah with episode 53. Okay, Lauren, um, America has pretty much come to a halt this week. It's pretty wild. It is really wild. Um, We are sitting here Friday afternoon, um, the 13th of March, and it has just been announcement after announcement Mm -hmm. of closure and shutdown and suspension of all the things. Yeah, the last 24 hours it's just been nonstop. It has been nonstop. So we we talked coronavirus last week with Emma Jade, and we weren't going to do it again, but we kind of have to. Well, I mean, yeah, it's just all on all of our minds, and we're all like, last week it was just like, oh, this is kind of going on. Like, let's talk about it. What is it? What it, this week it's like in your face. You can't avoid it. Like, we have to discuss. Yeah, we have to discuss. But before we do, we just want to take a moment and ask you to please make sure you're subscribing to the podcast. And if you like what you hear, um, we ask that you might share us on social media. It really is a good way for us to grow and build the community here. And we would really appreciate it. And then also leave us a rating and a review. Um, We would so love you for life. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. We love that. All right. And then for the rundown on this episode, we are going to talk about President Trump just made a um, announcement in the Rose Garden of the White House, literally minutes before yeah. we started this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about that hot off the press. Um, and then we are going to jump into like a little bit of preparedness talk. Yeah, just what we're thinking and about. And some quick hits on being prepared. And then we had some thoughts on activities and ways to like survive the shutdown, essentially. Um, Lauren, have you happened to go to a store in the last 24 hours? No, I've avoided it because um, <laughs> it's funny, like... <laughs> Our friend went to Sam's Club and then even my friends like mom was at Costco yesterday and I'm kind of just like, wait, why are you going there? Yeah. You know, it's going to be a freak show and you know, like most everything's sold out. And it's funny because I did go to Costco like four days ago, five days ago. And in the aisle next to me, I heard the guy saying, oh, I'm sorry, you can only buy two um, cases of water. And I was like, oh, awesome. They're trying to get a handle on this, like not come in and like clean them out. Like, let's get it. But even so with that said, things are still wiping off the shelf like so fast. Oh, I know. And I'm totally contributing to that. I feel like I, I don't know. I just start panicking. I have anxiety as is like, I just start thinking, oh my gosh, I, I need laundry detergent. I need Advil. I need Tylenol. I need like all these things. And I don't even know why nobody's saying like it's gonna not be available but I think it's just like the panic and the I don't know the influence of social media Uh, and like all the things so we did go to Target yesterday afternoon and it was creepy creepy shelves cleared off from I mean all the toilet paper paper goods laundry detergent hand soap like bizarre I'm seriously telling my husband I'm like I feel like this is like apocalypse style. Yeah, like yeah. what is happening right no, now? No, it is. It is kind it's of. It's crazy. No, I, I, uh, yeah, I still can't believe it. I'm glad that like Costco and hopefully most stores are starting. Actually, when I was in Target the other day, it did have a sign due to demand only buying yeah. whatever two or three or whatever oh, that it was. sign is gone now it's like, crazy gone. and i'm glad that they're getting a grip on it because people that are i had the saw the funniest video my sister sent me and it's this australian guy it's like this spoof on will 
toilet paper save you from the coronavirus? And he's like dressed like a doctor and he's, it's just totally a spoof. But it was so funny because he's talking about, well, toilet paper, because everyone's like mainly going for the yeah, toilet paper, I which know. is so funny. We got to wipe our butts. Like, yeah, I guess you got to wipe your butts. But like, I mean, there's other ways. Like, oh, no, I no, mean, no, no. I saw I, the best one last night. What? Did you see? So you know that cleanser bottle that you get after you give birth? Yes. That they squirt, you, you have to squirt? Yes. <laughs> they were like us Use moms. That. Us moms have been preparing for a while. It was a picture of the oh, bottle. Sure. Well, and I was like, "Oh my!" Our gosh. friends, our friend just ordered a bidet. Did you see that? No. Yeah, I haven't Mar- caught up on Marco Polo. Oh, they got a b- bidet on, at Costco. Stop. I mean, there is other ways in toilet paper, but this spoof was just so funny because he was like, "Oh, like it, you can build your own tower and hide yourself in it in the toilet paper rolls. Like, what is toilet paper going to do for us other than have our clean butts? I know. It's not going to save you from a virus. Like, it's just kind of funny how like that is the thing people are prone to running to. And like, I mean, I have some. We could run out, but it's not like. It's never going to be there again. I, know. I don't it's know. So funny, um, but no. In all seriousness, though, like shelves are being empty. Many schools across the country are being closed. Oh my gosh! Um, yeah, we haven't received the call or text. Or yeah, not text. Email as of right now. As I'm- of right now, yeah. Which is wild. I mean, we were just saying how I feel like it has to happen only because like people will judge or view it as like almost irresponsible if you don't as a a district. Yeah. Like almost like, Oh, we're going to stay in session. Oh wait, you're risking the exposure, all these things. And even though I don't really feel like it's to that degree, especially here in our area, it, because so many are and so many states and communities are like you almost just have to follow suit or you're the dangerous one. Yeah. You're not being smart. Right. Absolutely. And I do think I've, I've spent a lot of time since our last recording session with Emma, educating myself, watching the yeah, news, right. trying to read. And I do think that it is responsible. It's being social, socially responsible to do what we're being told, to limit our social gatherings, to kind of self-quarantine, you know, take a breath, try and you know, keep our family at home, away from people, things like that. Because what we're trying to do at this point is like flatten out the curve. Right. You you sent that graphic on our on our Instagram yesterday, and I think it perfectly showed right. what the true worry is here. Right. Why things are actually closing. And let us just say we want to be the voice that you're hearing that it will be okay. We're all gonna come through this in the end. Yes. We are all gonna be okay, not, you know, for right now, as of what we're knowing and what we hear, you know, we are we are going to come out the other side of this. Products will be available. Assembly lines will keep going. Like, it will be okay. But what they're worried about is there being such a huge influx of cases, you know, like, so picture All a bell once. curve, right? right? So you have a certain number of people who are going to get the virus and you only have a certain amount of like hospital beds and um, medicines and hospital workers and doctors and nurses and all of the things. And so if we're able to kind of flatten out that um, curve and extend the life of it in a weird way, instead of everybody getting it at the same time, that puts so much pressure on all of our resources. Resources. And and that's what we're trying to do. Yes. Yeah. And so that's where it it, it just does call upon us to kind of be a socially responsible citizen and try and 
not spread the disease, you know, right. And that, and that, and that little thing I posted was from like the information of the CDC and and it it makes total sense. Yeah. We just have to keep things under control. Exactly. And you know what? You still might get it. Right. Or someone, you know, might get it. And this might drag on for a few months because it still could be out there. But the fact is if we could just have like 20 cases a month instead of 4,000 next week, then we can control it and we can get those people better and we can do that. I, um, so when you were doing your research, remember how we were talking, there's technically no treatment for the coronavirus, but then we were kind of curious on like what the hospitals would do or respirators. Well, what what right. did you find I, out? I think there's like a lot of varying cases. I did right. hear Extremities of like, as of today, um, 80% of people who came down with the virus, they spontaneously recovered on their own without any medical intervention. That's 80%. Well, and like I've understood, it's like the flu. Like when you have the flu, you just go home and get in bed, throw up a few times, and then you're feeling better in two or three days. Yeah. And you rebound. I think a lot of it depends on what you're coming in, what like your prior health conditions, all of the things, right? your age, you know, pre-existing conditions, things like that. Um, But yes, there are people who are needing hospital care care and who need, um, you know, specialized equipment that they only have in the hospitals and things like that. And that's where they're starting to get overwhelmed and there's not enough beds and all the things. But the good news is today, President Trump, like we said, literally minutes ago, he just um, stood up at the White House and, and the Rose Garden there and declared a state of national emergency. And that's kind of scary, the words. Absolutely, but yeah. But what it does, it's not really scary. So let me explain kind of what it does, is it essentially kind of removes the red tape that is um, currently or was around a lot of the hospitals in regards to like Medicaid and Medicare and who they could see and all of the things. So it opens up this um, FEMA disaster relief fund. Mm -hmm. And it's the same fund that we use for hurricanes and floods and um, all of the natural disasters, essentially, that we have to respond to as a country. I think I saw somewhere that it's become available to us Americans, right? And they kind of flood that into... Um, the hospitals and the beds and getting more workers and like all of the things to make sure any American who needs care can like get the care that they need and be taken care of. That's and so, awesome. yeah, That's so, amazing. so I think it, again, there's a lot of laws around Medicare, Medicaid, all of that, that, you know, under normal circumstances, they're there for a reason. And, you know, they're there to not overwhelm the system and all the things, but when something like this is going on, those need to be taken away. The tape is kind of taken away. And so it allows people to be transported to be to other hospitals, you know, um, and the charges, charges be taken care of and all the stuff like that. So, um, so anyway, that's what happened today. It's going to increase the capacity of the hospitals. Um, and it will kind of remove a lot of that bureaucratic red tape and kind of get the money to the people who are, who are needing it right now. So speaking so, of Trump, I mean, yeah. how do you think this is going to play a part in the election year? I mean, so many people are so, you know, I, I mean, I won't even use the word conspiracy because it's. Yeah, I know. That's, uh, you know what? Like, it's really relevant to what is going on in the election. Do you think? I know. And you all know, I love a good conspiracy. And I don't know. I have thought about that. Like I've seen a lot of stuff going around on social media about like the timing of all of these, you know, um, 
viruses and things on election years, you know, you have SARS and Ebola and they all. Oh, right. Isn't that bizarre? It is. But like when you do go and research it, I I do think it might just be a coincidence. Oh, and I do too. So I think it's, you know, I don't know. I don't want to buy into that. And I really don't want to think that anybody has such power to literally shut down the world. Right. I don't even want to go there. I know. That like anybody has that sort of influence, power, um, manipulation, where they can affect things to this degree. That's just scary. Like I'm not ready to accept that as a reality. I don't want to either. Um, So I, I think that a couple of things, I think this will for sure be like the biggest thing he's going to be judged on like how he responds, um, it's going to, I mean, it's going to be very telling. I don't know. I mean, outside of everything he's done so far, this is like major, 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 major on, a, on a world stage and all yes, the things. I know. But I will say after like listening to the con- the press conference and I'll, I will say, I'm sure he's going to get blasted for his delivery. He seemed very tired to me, rightly so. Right. I'm sure I'm they sure haven't slept at all. around the clock. He, oh. he seemed very tired and, um, you know, not distracted, but a little bit kind of like there's a lot in his head. He couldn't get the words out essentially, mm. but I did have just like this pride of being an American, like watching it and just being like, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful for all the crap that you can say about our country and like all the disagreement and the politics and all the stuff. Like at the end of the day, we like come together and we push through and you know what I mean? Like we are hardworking and all the things. And so I did just get a good feeling of like, oh, it's not about Republicans and it's not about Democrats. Like the fund is there, the money's there, we're we're getting it done, we're taking care of people, no matter what color, race, religion, Democratic, Republican, whatever. Go go get the care you need. It's always the crisis that brings us together and we're more divided than ever again. Oh my gosh. So I mean, if anything, I do feel like God's hand is at work. God's hand, right. Yeah, and uniting us again and making us just realize... First of all, yeah, the God angle, oh my gosh, we're at his mercy with this whole thing in a sense. But then also secondly that, um, yeah, we're all in this together. And I think just showing, extending a hand in kindness Mm -hmm. where we can um, is what we need. And we're all a little scared. We're all a little nervous. And that's what's, I think, so interesting. I think it it does, I I hate to even bring up 9-11, but it reminds me of that. of Just that like moment of like the unknown and uncertainty and people all like shook up and it affects everybody. And it's so, we just have to see. It's very real. Like it's very real. In the past five days, the stock market has crashed. Oh my gosh. The economy, right. The economy is scary. Right. Um, People are freaked out. Like but I think it's because there was not a clear plan and a clear direction of like how we're handling this. Right. Okay. Right. And I think that's what happened today. The yeah. White House stood in front of the world and they literally put a flow chart out. They're developing a new website. Google has close to 2000 engineers working on it right now. He's got Google working on it, developing a website where we can go screen for symptoms Anybody can. You create a login, you enter your symptoms, it will then tell you yes or no, you might need to go get tested. If you do meet the symptoms, you're going to go to a drive-through 
clinic testing center. You don't even have to get out of your car. That's what that's, President Trump said. Oh, awesome. They're putting all this stuff in a place where it's like, okay, we have an idea. We have a picture of what we're dealing with now. Right. We're going to go to a drive-thru. We're going to get the test. We're going to get tested. They're going to ship it off to a lab that it's going to get tested and the results will be posted on that website that you're working on. And then you'll know, yeah, you have the coronavirus or, or COVID-19 or no, you don't. You're okay. You know what I mean? So That's I do think amazing. today we got a plan of action. We got like a lot of comfort there that, um, that, and to me, like, it's just the unknown. It's the uncertainty that makes me panic and stress, Right. you know? But when we see that and we see the control and yeah. that kind of leadership implemented, yeah. I mean, that can really put us all at ease. Yeah. And so. I think a lot of like, um, I think the government's reached out to a lot of the private sectors and like big business, um, Google, a lot of the pharmaceutical, um, medical industry, all of them. And they're really like jumping into place to get test kits done because I hate to make this so political. I'm so sorry, guys. I'm very passionate about these things. Um, but it has opened our eyes too to the dependency we have on China and other parts of the world yeah. for, for things like our test kits and our medications and things like that. A lot of them are produced overseas. And like, that's scary to a degree. It is crazy to think that we have like every means at our fingertips because everyone has to come together for this. Like this is going to affect everybody. And regardless if maybe you're the healthy 30 year old, you're worried about your mom that's 66 or your grandpa that's 88. Like it really does affect all of us in the end. Mm -hmm. So we all just want to be, you know, again, even though we're healthy, we know that it could reach other people that aren't. And so it's like, we, we just have to take the precautions. And so we're on our uh, we're on pins and needles waiting to hear from the schools here for us and know. we know from uh, you know the reaching um just the outpouring of comments from you guys and reaching you guys i mean from kentucky to houston to ohio seattle is crazy like out for 6 weeks and has been i mean it's touching every well, corner of the country katie just emailed my or sister yes um right outside of dc falls church is out for a month wow. um in virginia and so, and like, what does this mean? I does know. this mean it's like pushing us right into summer well, mode? That's what I'm saying. Are we going to now have school over the summer? Like, what it, does this mean? Well, we were talking about this just a little bit ago, and I would almost think we had like a funny like um, what's that called? What was I don't it? Know. The ed, ed for red, red oh for red, red for ed. Yeah, what's yeah, that yeah. called when you don't go to your job? When you protest, oh, a, sh- a strike, a protest, yeah, yeah. A strike. We a had strike. a protest here with teachers last year, yes, yes. and it was like a two, maybe almost three week thing, yeah, and it yeah, was yeah. kind of crazy. And we really thought they were going to tack those days on at the end of the year, and they never did. Did they not? No, they didn't. You're right. So this, because this affects everyone, even though I would like envision that, oh my gosh, you're missing a month of school. We have to make that up. But everyone's missing a month of school. But like how it's did not they like do that? I know. I and that's but that's the thing. I don't know how they can go and add on a month with so many prior, again, prior existing situations. Like some teachers are out of traveling for this. Maybe they won't be now, but like, you know, have plans for the summer or can't commit. They have children out of school. They can't commit to teach all summer, whatever, all the things. There might just be too many factors that go into trying to do that long of like three to four to five to six weeks, maybe like a week or two extra, but to plan six extra weeks in the summer. Oh my God. I don't know if we have the means. Yeah. And moms and dads with teach, like, you know, childcare that work. I mean, even right now, you just think of the full-time working moms and how this affects them and having kids home or teenagers home alone or whatever it might be. It's a little stressful. But I was kind of saying to you today, I do feel like because it's affecting everybody across the globe, 
like I do feel like there's kind of a grace there too. Oh yeah, like yeah, when it comes absolutely. to jobs and your career, you know, your if career, you have to, your employer, and so many are already working from home. Yeah. So I mean, even if you have to work from home with your kids, yeah. or yeah, if so, you have to call in a few days, they gotta understand that, right? So I would just encourage you to like not, and I'm the the one. Trust me, how many times have I cried this week, Lauren? I know. Well, Be honest. It's, yeah. I, know. I mean, purely kind of out of cr- like anxiety, stress, all the things. So it's I'm just saying this as one of these people. Like, just try your hardest to not lose your crap. Yeah, <laughs> and, and calm down. I know, I know. The pandemic. What's the oh. definition? I saw it. Pandemic. The definition oh. of pandemic is just like the sh- yeah, the crazy of mm. everybody. And so we just have to try, try, and Take even if nothing for nothing else for kids, yeah. because I've tried to keep like. It was weird how it like affected me when I read this thing about our church being canceled and I, my kids were in the room with me and I was like trying to be like, oh my gosh, okay, side note, don't, don't be phased by it. But you know, just stay, keeping it together. Are you tearing up right now? (laughs) You guys, she's tearing up right now. No, I'm not. It's just, it's so, it's, it's just such a. It's surreal. It's yeah. It's a surreal thing that like, I just never thought we'd witness. Right. No, totally. It's very weird. It's very weird. Yeah, sorry guys. That some, no, it's just a surreal thing. A little bit. I'm just tearing up a little bit because what it just means, and we don't know how long it will last. And my husband was like, "Oh, we'll be out of church for a week or two. I'm like, "I don't think so. I think this could be, you know, a six week. Who knows right now? So I think that's the weird thing. It's just like it. I just never thought we'd like see a day like this. I really, I, know. I don't know. It's just like a strange thing, and especially because. Or America, yeah. Like you just never think it never stops. It, it just ever. You, you just don't think anything would like rock no. us like this, right? And and because it's such a mild thing, it's like it's coronavirus. If it was the Black Plague or something that's going to straight kill us, like we could all die. That's like the next story. I want to stop it right yeah. now. Yeah, stop the ah. tears. Okay. Anyways, we I, need to move on. I, I know. think we have talked it to the death, and I think we all have heard it all week. Yeah. So. Let's switch gears. A it's little so bit. true. And it's, what we were, what were we going to switch gear? Well, did well, we want to talk TV for a second? Let's just for a second. Because we, we kind of dive, to. we dove right in. I know. We kind of just have to really quick address. Uh, uh, re, I don't want to talk about Barb. I Lauren. know. We have She's to dead to me. Just for a second. Peter is dead to me. They're all dead to I'm us. I'm done. I know. I'm so I know. done. I know. If someone needs to be quarantined, it's Barb. I Get know, her out of here. Barb. Get her out of here. Please. <laughs> no, Barb, you guys, we just kind of couldn't handle it. We couldn't handle it this week. I was straight pissed. I'll well, be honest. Like, I'm mad at the producers. I'm mad at her. I'm mad at Peter. Like, know, Peter. why we had to oh. see her face through the entire freaking finale. No, I'm not even going. Never mind. No, I know. I'm done. No, I know. You guys, I'm not we, giving we, it one more piece of attention. Because I, I think we were just so drained and so let down we were like so hoping for some magical ending we totally didn't get that news alert as of last night what came out oh yeah news alert last night maddie and peter are not together which yeah goodness yeah because maddie deserves so 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 much better than peter Mm -hmm. and barb i'm fuming so i know it's it's it was it was it was just such a i may be ready to trade in the bachelor for my new love yeah. So Sarah's found a new thing and she's gotten me like I started it last night. Tell us about it. <laughs> oh my gosh. So everybody on online has been buzzing about love is blind. 
I know we're so late to this game. Sorry. But Wait, it is, how long ago did it like, oh, launch or oh, yeah. release? I've been seeing it for a couple weeks, I oh, think. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. A couple weeks. But, but it's, not like a few months, no, right? No, no, no. We're not that late to the game. But it is a top 10 show right now. Like, mm-hmm. I know it's huge. and um, It's on Netflix. It is it's on Netflix. Netflix original. Yeah. And I told my husband, I was like, we're having date night tonight. We're going to watch this show together because we never have a show that... I mean, we kind of watched The Bachelor Monday Night TV, but like not really. Like I want us to like binge a show. Yeah. Okay. This well, was the first show we've ever binged. Well, and binging, it's because it's like on Netflix. Netflix. You can actually binge it. Totally. Like you can fly through the episodes and like not stop. Totally. And like, it's funny. It's such a funny thing. It's a fun thing to binge, but it's also like, like a painful thing to binge too. Oh, it's so painful. Because you're exhausted. You don't want to put it down. And then you're like through this fun love. Oh my great gosh. Show that you love so much in like four days. You're like, shoot, it's yeah, already over. It's over. <laughs> and you guys, the way that they produce this show and cut it and edit it, every single episode, you're like, I got to see the next one. I've got to see what happens. I know. We even went on to number two last night <gasps> just because I was like, wait, I have to see like how right. this carry o- carries over. Right. So I'm like seven episodes in. You're two, yeah, right? Yeah, just barely. Um. Anyway, no, me and my husband are totally addictive. We totally love it. I'm just like, at first I was skeptical. I'm like, no way. They are not going to just like love is blind. Well, tell them just the first phase, like okay. what it is. So really the very fast. first phase you have maybe what? 12 guys, 12 girls. Yeah. Is it 12? Yeah, I probably. Um, and they are in separate living quarters. Guys are living together. Girls are living together. And every day they go on these blind dates in pods. So they don't see each other, but they sit in these rooms and there's a wall between them and they talk and they have these dates and they, yeah, they either hit it off or they don't. And so I feel like by day three, they kind of have their list narrowed to two or three people of like who they're interested in, all the things. And so weirdly enough, across six or seven days, they develop these like intense relationships really now, do you know do they get to stay in there that that date as long as they want or is it like I don't time know limit? and that's something I had a lot of questions about is how long the sessions are like I want to know more because I know yeah. they refer to it a lot of like you know everything about me I told you everything about me in the pod and blah 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 like later on in the season and I'm like well wait a minute we didn't see any of that like yeah, what's right, going on right. here you know what I mean but but at the same time I was telling Jeremy I'm like but don't you remember in the early stages of a relationship oh. like being on the phone for just hours and just talking and talking and talking and I was like I kind of do see how maybe this could work if you don't if you have no tv you have no cell phone you have no distractions no work no family no kids no anything literally you don't have to be worried about makeup or hair or bad breath or like any of the other factors it's literally just talking and connecting with somebody and I loved that because um yeah it's all about love is blind like falling in love with like a heart and a soul and not their appearance or not their you know ethnicity or their like their style and their you know whatever their swagger but like I thought I I totally I can seriously remember back in like in our generation especially Mm -hmm. in high school and college Mm -hmm. you lived for those three or four hour phone calls and like you definitely I was definitely a talker with the boys on the phone definitely 
I love. I never really was. I oh my gosh, I can. Totally I have a few see. stories of you running up that bill. I oh my gosh, <laughs> before had, unlimited minutes. Yeah, when you had minutes, <laughs> dang. I'm like, call me back at nine. Nine. Yeah. Okay, I gotta get off. Yeah. Nine o'clock. Call me at nine. Yeah. <laughs> Three minutes. That's so funny. Oh my gosh. Oh my but anyway, gosh. and so after that, they they meet each other. Well, they get engaged and yeah. they finally oh, see which each is other. Just mind blowing. Yeah. You guys. And then they go to Mexico for a vacation. Well, and you don't even have to go on. Because no, I'll I just tell you, you really quickly. a little bit and I'm like even confused on how it keeps I'm going. I'm just going to tell you way. really quickly the stages. They go to Mexico for a vacation. If they make it through Mexico, they move in together. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I Then they meet the parents and then they have a wedding. And all in a 40 day time frame, you like guys. 35, 40 days. Yeah. yeah. It's really like, well, I've only watched an episode. Sarah's like loving it. And I do really like it. The, I'm all in. One couple moves super fast. And so yeah. you see them literally get engaged by the end of the first episode. And so that's where it's like, Wait, whoa. Oh this my gosh. This is kind of nuts, but I know as the season goes on, it will just get better and better. Oh, but he loves her. Yeah, it is so very sweet. Much. Very sweet. Oh my God. I literally was like, <gasps> cheer, cheer me. Yeah, I know. So, hey, follow us, follow along with us. Yeah. Go tune in. We're, we're going to try it out. You know us in a good, like, um, dating love story. Love it all. We love we it all. We need some redemption from Peter. So, totally. Okay. Well, um, talk to us. We want to talk a little bit about, um, like, what were you saying, Lauren? Yeah, about I just feel like we and... should touch on some preparedness ideas, and yeah. if that's that can span to a lot of different things. Um, I mean, school being shut down for probably, I bet by the end of the weekend, half the country will be shut down. I mean, really. I mean, like we said, it's just everyone's going to feel the need to follow suit, and so I don't know if you're there yet or not. But like we were just talking we're like thrown almost into a summer break, like overnight, and I'm I'm personally not mentally or like it ready for that or right. schedule ready or anything like it's right. going to take some major like figuring out. And so, um, but just some ideas we're going to throw on Instagram this week, some of our favorite at home toys yep. and, um, things like mainly kind of crafty things to things to do, because yeah. I mean, here we're coming off the tails of spring break, you guys. So we've had our kids home all week. So I was like dying for Monday to get them back out the door. And now we're diving right back into pro- most likely for us, probably having them home. So I feel like having activities prepared, but yeah. then also for ourselves, we know that the shelves are cleared off, but it's just things to think down the line even if you can't get your hands on like um you know storage and prep stuff right now I mean this is like a great reminder luckily in our church and our faith we've always been like taught and um kind of preached that like hey be prepared be prepared and on all aspects and food storage has always been a big thing in our church and so thankfully because that's been in the back of our mind we George and I have had a few we have a few food storage sets from like Costco and other companies that make them and then we have like a 72 hour kit that has a lot of the basics Mm -hmm. but even like I don't even know like this is extreme stuff and this is more doomsday stuff but like even having like a, um, a water filter Having, remember we were talking about the stovetop, little like camping cook stovetops, mm-hmm. yeah. um, things like that, first aid kits. Yeah. I mean, having things that like if you were stuck in your home for two, three, four, five weeks at a time that you could survive and be right. prepared. Yeah. And of course, we're not coming up on that yet, no. but it's like a great thing to sit down with your husband and your family and just like address yeah. like, what do we have and what do we yeah. need? Yeah. We're totally not there and I really don't think we'll ever get there because again this is not the black plague right like people are not just like dying upon impact it's not that sort of thing but yeah if like there is a slowdown in production of some things like 
Um, it is good to kind of be prepared, get maybe make some freezer meals. Mm-hmm. I don't know, whatever. Like, um, but more so, we were just talking about like, what are we going to do when our when we can't really right. go out places? We're, right, we're, we're being told not to go like to public places, have these large social gatherings, like anything like that. What are we going to do to like stay sane? So we were kind of talking about putting together like a little joy school type thing with just a close group of friends that we have just to kind of keep the stimulation going for our kids. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, again, how many weeks we don't know how we'll be be home and for our own sanity level. Like it's not like, yeah, we're going to run out to the trampoline park every day and do different things. We're really feeling the need to stay in. So at least if you kind of organize something with your friends that you know and trust and know their health situations, like you can do either a play group swap and trade homes and just have different. And even if you want to teach like some sort of like, learning opportunity or just like easy fun play and crafts that's great um and that is technically what a joy school is is like you rotating houses and learning together but um also just like a play group opportunity right. with people that you know of right. course or your siblings and nieces and nephews or something but you're gonna need to find some way to have a breather for yourself, your kids being interacting with other kids. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, hopefully maybe you have neighbors uh, on your street that you know well, and you feel like the kids can be outside playing together, but there's got to be a plan of action or we're all going to just go a little back. We're we're all going to go a little crazy. Yeah, Um, We shared a couple activities today on Instagram um, that I want to hit on super fast because we tried to think outside the box a little bit. And, um, um, board games. Do you do you guys play board games at yeah, all? Yeah, we do. We do. We need some new ones. I feel like oh, we're really? a little over some of the ones we have, but we do like to sit down and do a game. I feel like because the screens, I feel like are such a saving grace at some point, but then they also, we've talked about this so much, like they just become zombies yeah. on, on oh, the screens. Yeah. And so any way that we time. can kind of encourage the kids to like get social and do that, doing like card games, board games, all of that stuff. Another fun idea is letting them make like music videos, like YouTube videos, obviously, you know, like we've talked about this before, like doing their own slime challenges or like whatever. Or making up a dance, performance. Like all the things, like give them an old phone, give them dress up, makeup, like let them be creative. And I can remember as a kid, literally spending days and upon days with my friend Courtney making Britney Spears oh, videos. Totally. Over and we over. Doing the skits right? and the videos and, and like all the per- things. pretending and performing and like encourage that. You know what I mean? And do that sort of thing. And then something you guys just did was you just did a family hike like earlier oh, this yeah. week. Yeah. Well, um, we like to be outside. I know. And how did that go? Do you feel like you were... Oh, good. That one's a super easy hike, so it was fun. But like... So more like a nature walk? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely doable for kids. And I feel like being outside is like safe. Do you know what I mean? Like I feel like it's like... Get the fresh fresh air. air, Like no no hard surfaces you're touching. Like I feel like you can be just more carefree outside a little bit. Totally. And something that I love to do when, when my family does do stuff like this is I'll print off of Google, just like a little nature scavenger hunt Mm -hmm. and it keeps them super engaged. And I just give them like a target bag and they have to go find a rock, a red flower, a, 
um, blue feather. Like there's so many on Google. You can go look, but it's like a really easy thing and they love it. Let me say, we did one in Texas over Christmas, like the kids eat it up and they love it. And it's for all ages, really like kids. Well, and we've been doing something fun. We were painting rocks and really side note, but there's a few different areas in the Valley. There's like a Facebook group and you can go and hide rocks and you put on there where you did. And the Rapirians, like a common popular place, this like park by our um, library where you can either go hide your rocks or find your rocks. So it's kind of like an Easter egg hunt. So even if you got that going for like Again, a few families in your area and they hid rocks in the neighborhood yeah. and then the kids have to go find them. So you paint your rock, You paint though. your own rock. And some people, the fun so thing cute. is they take a lot of pride in their paintings. I mean, you can find this like freaking mural on a rock and it's like a true artist and you can find it. It's beautiful. Or you can find like a little six-year-old that painted a sun on it. Oh and it's my so gosh. Cute. But, but do you keep it? Yeah. Or do you, you keep, keep it, it going? Or you can rehide it or you can keep it. Oh my gosh. Or you can go home and paint your own and put more down. And so my kids have like, we were into it last winter and then we kind of phased out of it and then we went on a walk there and they found a few and so they were totally re- re-energized to go paint some and then we went back and hid some more oh my god i think it's really fun i love that there's a facebook group fyi for locals mesa gilbert um rock what mesa gilbert mgr yeah mesa gilbert rocks that's okay. what it is. Makes the Gilbert rocks. Okay. So awesome. I didn't know this was a thing. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. Um, another really good one that I think is like prime for this sort of situation is take the opportunity to just like declutter. Oh yeah. Get some projects done. Get Work the kids the involved. Totally. Yeah. And I'm not talking like go wallpaper a room or do some crazy. But why like, not? Well, I mean, yeah. if that's to do and you have kids at home, yeah. put them to work a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Make them help you do stuff. Yeah. And I mean, like, I feel like we are constantly needing to like weed through clothes. Yeah. You know, they're changing sizes, totally. shoes, all that stuff. Get them in there, clean stuff out, organize, get your Marie Kondo on and like, it will feel so good. And then you can like go donate what you don't need, make totally. a little life lesson out of it. Right. Um, with toys, the pantry. Oh my gosh, the list goes on and on. Yeah. By Towels. the way, our pantry, my pantry is to do this week. Sarah and I are going to go. Are we? This week. We're doing yeah, it. We're doing it. We've okay. got to. I am like dying it. to do it. We've moved the doggy out to his Have new you? home. Okay, yeah. Good. So we're ready and, um, we're going to so do that. that. That's that will be something to keep us all busy this yeah. week. Like, yeah. Look at Lawrence Bantry. Yeah. And you guys, <laughs> as you're doing your own stuff, tag us on Instagram or Facebook. Yeah. Or and activities. And we want to see yeah. it. Or yeah. activities. Maybe we need to think of a hashtag. I know. Like a fun <laughs> mom voice hashtag that we can just keep going Ugh, so we can like all see each other's stuff. Okay. And the last little activity I have to share on so many reasons. You just talked about the rock thing and Easter is coming up. My kids love egg surprises. Oh, I'm sorry. Look at me. I just like ruined your egg surprise. No. Oh my That's gosh. A rock surprise, egg surprise. It's perfect. No, but we have done this for years and maybe every single house does it. I don't know. But my Kate will take like blank Easter eggs that you buy for a dollar at the store or whatever. And she will hide them for her little brothers. So she'll fill them with like her Hatchimals, her Shopkins, Legos, like toys that we already have around the house. And then she legit like goes hides them outside, um, you know, like 24, 30 eggs, and they just have egg hunt after egg hunt. And then they all sit down, they all open them and act surprised. It's so weird. I don't know, but they love it. And so I could say if you guys are into that sort of thing, if your kids are, 
maybe encourage them to like have their little egg hunts. And you know, just know. as you come to mind, as it comes to mind, as I'm listening to us, I know these are all geared towards young people, yeah. but maybe like take your teenagers and like assign them to lead an activity. Totally. Say, hey, you're going to do this Easter egg hunt um, for the kids, the, your little brothers today. So this is what you're doing. And make them do it. Yeah. Like, you know, just, or get them involved. Because I know teenagers are like, dumb. No, I'm yeah. on my phone. Whatever. Yeah. But make them oh, like. they get, can clean out the garage. Yes, exactly. They can clean make out their rooms. And, and if they don't want to do the Easter egg hunt, make them lead it. Or make totally. them, you know, do, get the rocks out and show them how to paint something. Have them like lead an activity. Or. So they can feel some sort of like ownership. If I have a teenager, I'm encouraging that teenager to um, go mow lawns, go make some money, yeah. go pick weeds, go right. clean gutters Take out. an opportunity to um, go do your neighbor's yeah, some exactly. service and help and money. Well, or go make some money for yeah. the summer or, you know, like summer money or right. something. Like there's so many I little opportunities. Like, I think we think when with this, we're like literally stuck in our houses. But like, I feel like if you know people yeah. and your neighbors and you can go to their door and be like, Hey, let, let me mow your lawn today. Oh I yeah. Mean, you know, That's or, totally or, or like even yeah. walking down to the park, like things like that is like going to be fine. We're all going to be fine. Absolutely. It's like, that's the safe zone. Like, you absolutely know, use it. Totally. No, I think it's just like, don't go to like public places yeah. and touch things and spread things and like all the stuff, but all wash your stuff. hands, be home. So do you think like movie theaters and tramp parks are going to close? No, or do I you don't. Think it's I don't just think like not many people will go. Yeah. I don't think they'll close, but I think, I mean, I've already gotten email after email of, Hey, we're increasing our cleaning procedures and all the things. I don't think they'll close knock on wood, but I do think they'll take a big hit. I really do. Well, so I don't know. That's where we're at today. It's going to change tomorrow. Yeah. And as you guys are hearing this today on Monday, it's going to be even different than uh, here on Friday when we it recorded. So. so, but we will keep you posted. Make sure you're following at, on social media at the Mom Voice Podcast. And um, we are going to wrap this one up with our hits and misses of the week. Not the obvious one, Lauren, of the coronavirus. Yeah. It's not our miss. Everybody's miss, right? No. Yeah. No. Let's um, go with our hits. What's your hit? My hit was just, I, you know, trying to spend time with the kiddos this week with, you know, I, nothing specific. We stayed in town because we had been out of town last week and I was kind of like dreading it, but it worked out really well. We just kind of kept it low key and hung out with each other and did just little things like I mentioned, the hike and the rocks. And we did hit a museum, the zoo, things like that. So I guess that's my hit. And it's like, yeah, now I'm just going to have to redo that hit a few more times for the next few weeks, it's so, so true. which is interesting. But we just need to take it slow and just don't stress and yeah. it'll be fine. It might actually be a blessing. That's for how sure. I'm looking at it. Right. It's and like God needed, he knew I needed to slow down. I, he's uh, yes. forcing me to slow down. <laughs> and right. We were just texting with our friends that this is just have forcing us to scale back and spend time with our family. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, like we all could use that and this maybe it's odd blessing in a yeah, disguise. Absolutely. So my hit for the week, and it's a follow-up on last week's miss, is um, my potty training with Luke. Good. He, uh, I think he's 100%. Yay. We are doing number two now, and we're starting to convert from the baby potty to the big potty. You know, he's starting to get comfortable on there, and it's just like the sweetest thing ever. That's and so good. We're oh not having gosh. to bribe him anymore. Oh, Isn't that's that just huge. wonderful? That's right. huge. That's so Good. Um, so anyway, and he's Good waking for you. my first child ever to wake up dry. 
Like we might not have to do pull-ups forever. That's amazing. At night, night, I mean. So we'll see. I don't know, but that's definitely my hit That's awesome. Okay, Um, your miss. My miss, I'm going to do, I was going to say something else, but actually I'm going to say is my diet. I know oh, we haven't girl. touched on our Wasn't weight. Wasn't it last week your miss? Was it? I don't know. Maybe. Go, go Oh, though. I'm totally embarrassed if it was. Oh, stop. I don't no, remember. it's fine. Maybe not. I don't remember. Um, no, I just feel like I just have kind of been out of sync. We were doing so good for the first two two months of the year. And then like I just feel like March has just kind of been a downward. So I'm actually getting back to my carb Um carb-free, sugar-free plan and I'm ready. And and it's also a bummer because I finally have gotten in a groove for the gym. But now I feel like I shouldn't go to the gym with this whole thing. That's like a public place and we're all touching the same things. And so I'm like, dang it, I just finally got a groove going with that. We just got to bust out that P90X video. Yeah, or or you know what? We were just talking about me and my sister's eight-minute buns. Yeah. Do you remember those? absolutely. Like that doesn't, if that doesn't scream 1993, I don't know what does, but go YouTube it. It's the best buns workout there is. But it cracks me up when I watch it. I think of my sophomore year in high school every time. Jeez. Oh my gosh. Yes. All the, all the workout videos of the nineties. Um, okay. My miss is kind of what I just said, but I feel like, well, you know this already, Lauren, but I feel like the past couple of weeks I have just not done very good at managing my time and juggling what's on my plate. Um, I, I work full time. I've, I I don't know. I have help with my children during the day and then I get home about 3.34 every day and I just feel like I'm not getting enough time with them and I'm starting to feel like mom guilt some days Uh and um, I don't know. It's just hit me a lot this past week of just like I feel like nothing is getting my full attention really between the podcast, work, my husband, my children like whatever my parents like all the things church like I don't know I just feel like I've been sucking at all of it friendships that's another one like it, it's I I don't well, know you're, you're spread so thin and that's and and so many moms and women could say the same that they just have too much on their plate and not that you really have room to take anything off but it's just hard to feel like you're not doing 100% on anything. And that's how I feel some days. I feel like, okay, everything's kind of getting done, but it's all mediocre and I hate that. Like, yeah, okay, I'm making dinner. Yeah, the house is clean. Yeah, I'm seeing my kids. Yeah, I'm working on the podcast, but nothing gets 110%. It's all just thinly spread out. I know. So I don't know. And I have to say, I'm putting this out here on the public airwaves to whoever might listen. You are so gracious with me. You are. Oh my God. No, you seriously Stop. are. You guys, I am a freaking Stop it. roller coaster some days. No. You know I am, Lauren. One no. day I'm ready to quit the podcast. One day I'm ready to like grow the podcast. One day I'm this or that. It's like whatever fire I'm putting out that day, you're dealing with it. And I hate that you have to deal with oh. it as my best friend. Stop. And then we do the podcast together. No, I know. We do a and lot. We are intertwined, but then also just as friends. No, but but I, you roll with me. No, and I appreciate I, it. And I'm just saying thank you on the airwaves because you guys, stop. I'm dead serious right now. My <laughs> husband does not put up with me like you put up with me. No, I... And I'm but, grateful. But we have said before, and you, we said this just the other day, I think. We know each other really well. 
and we know when things are just crazy and when we can expect something or when we, we know it's not going to happen or this or that. I just know you. It's okay. I know. And, and you, you are really busy. You guys, she works full time. And then on the podcast though, she just does a lot more than I can even, I don't know how to produce and edit and do the things she does. So she takes on a lot more than I do on this. But it's fun. So it's fair. And I want to have for time you to, to do it. You, it's fair for you to feel a little crazy because it's been crazy. But like you said, this, I don't know. If anything, I think we can step back from this coronavirus thing. And just, I have an excuse, guys. Yeah. You I have a freaking excuse to sit home with my children. Now have an excuse to be like, um, we're focusing, yeah. we're quarantined, we're yeah. homebound. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, how kind of like weird and special is that at the same time? Yeah. Like we always are on the go. It's always something to do, always something else. But now it's like just bringing it back to the home. Yeah. And like us as moms, we're, we're taking that lead and we're just going to care about our kids and the four walls they're in and like focus on that for yeah. a while. And the struggle is going to be managing social media and our mental health for and the may, next and, few and weeks. maybe if that that Do you is, know what I mean maybe maybe you need a detox we yeah. all need a detox yeah no I think like, going into all of this very mindfully aware of like how much screen time you as mom how how much you're on Instagram how much you're on Facebook like for your own mental acuity and all of the yeah. things like I would just encourage you to be present and like take this for what it is and spend and, the time. And with you know, kids. and last week Emma Jade said that. Just remember your resources, remember your sources, what you're reading and who you're reading it from. Yeah. As we consider like going moving forward with like all the information. Just like use your information wisely and you know, discern for your own family and that's trust what matters. your gut. Yeah. Trust your instinct. Yep. And then we'll be here for the fun. Yeah, this exactly. blind stuff. <laughs> At least we're still not social media. I mean, we're here, like we're friends in your ears no matter what. No matter what, yeah. if we're quarantined to our house, um, we'll still reach you guys. Holy hell. Yeah, we will. <laughs> as long as like there's it or not. <laughs> we're here. All right. Well, that'll do us for this episode. We will be back next Monday, hopefully, with um, a brand new episode. And like I said, if you don't mind, head over and give us a rating and a review wherever you listen. Um, you can find us on um, social media at the Mom Voice Podcast. And please share us if you don't mind. Yep. All right, we'll see you soon. All right, bye guys. Bye bye.